Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. I am Ray Ann Mullins, your host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I hope that you enjoyed or I hope that you listened to my interview with Ashley Fox last week. It was really fun to have a conversation and do a different style. So I'm definitely planning on doing more of that. So I would love your feedback on that. And like I mentioned last week, if you are somebody who is living the balanced, fit, and free lifestyle and you want to share your story please contact me because I want to talk to you. And you can be a woman or a man because here at the Balanced Fit and Free podcast and anyone living that kind of lifestyle, it doesn't matter what gender you are because we're all aiming to live the same type of lifestyle. Anyway, this week, um, I want to talk a little bit more about mental health. And I'm not sure if you know this or not, but May was Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you're on my email list, I tried to send out some helpful tips to you um, regarding mental health and you know fitness and movement and also nutrition. So I tried to give you a little bit of help on that just to let you be aware that the way we treat our physical body helps our mental health and vice versa, how we treat you know, our mental health can actually have an effect on your physical health as well. So today, I want to discuss something that is super common and is something that is actually hurting your results more than you even realize. And not just your physical body results, but it could be hurting your relationships and your career. I'm talking about the use of unhelpful or destructive thoughts. Now, I will tell you that I've talked about this many times, and the fact that I'm bringing it up again just proves to you or shows you how deeply I believe our thoughts have an impact on our results and the happiness and vitality of our life. So I'm just going to talk a little bit more about it this week and maybe just in a slightly different way. So thoughts that are unhelpful or destructive are you know, painful and can happen so quickly that you may never even stop to question what you're thinking. Okay. That's why they're unhelpful. So these thoughts are known in psychology as cognitive distortions. Okay. These are inaccurate or exaggerated thoughts that can damage your self-esteem, can hurt your mood, and can damage your relationships with others. They can be extreme and frequent Okay, often contributing to depression and anxiety. So, you know, it's really hard to feel good when somebody is saying mean things to you all the time. And, you know, especially when that person is you. Okay, but fortunately, with some practice, you can address and change these thoughts. 
by noticing the negative things you say to yourself, you can stop and choose nicer, more productive thoughts that will replace those negative crappy thoughts, okay? So the first step actually is just being ultra aware and really noticing that you're using these unhelpful thoughts, okay? They're harmful and they absolutely have an impact on your happiness and fulfillment in life. So just some quick examples of these thoughts are things like, I'm so stupid. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, I'm so fat. I'm so ugly. I'm never going to look good. I'm always going to be fat. I'm never going to get the job I want. Um, I'm always messing up. Nobody likes me. Nobody's ever going to buy a program for me. Nobody's going to ever want to hire me. You know, all these Thoughts like that, these these uh, poor me, I suck kind of thoughts, okay? Now, I kind of want to just take some time today to go over um, what these thoughts are and like the different categories or styles that they can be, okay? So these unhelpful thoughts um, or distortions can be all or nothing thinking, okay? That's a major one. You see things you know, in the extremes, black or white, good or bad, all or nothing. Okay. There's no gray area or anywhere in the middle. It's just the extremes. So you either have to be perfect or else you feel like a failure. Okay. An example is I'm always a horrible mother. You know, I'm never going to get it all together. You know, I see this also a lot of with people who are trying to lose weight. They're either all in okay, hardcore, restrictive diet, or they're all out, just eating whatever they want, not exercising and feeling terrible, okay? And the thoughts they say to themselves are what keep them in this pattern, okay? And the belief that you have to be all or nothing is why these thoughts continue, all right? Unhelpful or distortive thoughts also can be categorized as overgeneralization, Okay, taking a single event and then making these huge conclusions from it. Okay, so overgeneralizing a situation is also another way that unhelpful thoughts come about. Um, An example would be, oh my gosh, my best friend is mad at me. I'm sure she doesn't ever want to be friends with me again. Or I ate a piece of cake and now I'm not following my diet, so I might as well just stop. Like I messed up, so it's the whole thing is ruined. Okay. Overgeneralizing the situation. Another way that thoughts can be used is just negative mental banter. Okay. You pick out a single negative detail on anything and dwell on it, ignoring all the positive or neutral things that might've happened. So an example would be, um, it was such an important meeting. Why did I make that stupid statement? I'm such an idiot. Okay. Have you ever done that? You're like, you replay over and over something. Maybe the situation actually ended up being great, but you spend all your time focusing on that one thing that maybe didn't go exactly like you wanted. Or, um, or like a fitness example would be like, oh my gosh, I, in class today, I was so uncoordinated. I couldn't get the dance step or whatever the class was. I looked like an idiot. I'm never going back because people will laugh at me. All right, this is this negative mental banter that you have with yourself, okay? When you, you're you totally like picking out one little thing that probably no one else really cared or noticed, 
you know? Um, another way to categorize these thoughts are discounting positive thoughts. So you ignore when good things happen by insisting that maybe they don't count because there was some other circumstance available. Okay. This allows your brain to stay in a pattern of negative thinking. So an example would be, um, and I've had actually this exact conversation with somebody close to me. This person said, no one's ever going to love me. And I said, well, I love you. Well, no, 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 no. You don't understand. (laughs) Not you, but no one else will ever love me. Right. And, and so the reason that's discounting the positive is you're saying no one's going to love you. And I'm like, well, I love you. And it's like, well, you don't count because you have to love me or my mom. Oops. I told you who I was talking to, <laughs> or you're my sister or you're my friend, you know, whatever. It's like you discount because of another circumstances, even though it's still a positive thing. Okay. Or here's another example. I never eat vegetables. And I'm like, well, actually we had salad for lunch today. Like, well, that doesn't count because it had creamy salad dressing on top of it. Okay. See what I'm saying? That you discount the positive. This person is saying, oh, they never eat vegetables. Well, they did. It's just because they had ranch dressing on it doesn't mean that the salad didn't count. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like we, we make up these thoughts in our heads that, you know, they're not helpful. We, we discount the positive. Okay. Another way that unhelpful thoughts can be categorized is somebody who like jumps to conclusions. Okay. You assume that something bad will happen or that someone will have negative feelings towards you, even though you don't have any evidence to support that thought. Okay. So an example would be like, oh, my, my boss must be really mad at me for being late. I'm not going to bother talking to him because he won't believe my excuses. Okay, well, this can have this thought process can actually be two different subtypes okay, of jumping to conclusion. One is mind reading. Okay, you assign, you may assign negative thoughts and feelings to other people, even when there are no other logical explanations for what happened. So uh, my neighbor rushed by me and didn't even acknowledge me. I must have done something wrong. Okay, so you, you're mind reading that they're mad at you, but maybe they're in a rush because they have to pee. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't read other people's minds. So a lot of people immediately go negative and think that it's about them, you know? The other, like, subtype of jumping to conclusions is fortune telling. You assume that things are going to turn out badly, and treat negative outcomes as eventualities, not just possibilities. So an example would be like, oh, I submitted my application, but I already know they won't call me back for an interview. Or this is funny. My son actually just took a test the other day. And before he even took the test, he said, um, oh, I know I'm going to, I'm going to do terrible on it. I, I, I tried hard, but I'm, I'm going to do terrible. You know, it's like fortune telling and mind reading. These are two ways that you can jump to conclusions and you create this whole story in your head with with really no evidence. Okay. Another category of these unhelpful thoughts is catastrophizing or minimizing a situation. So catastrophizing is when you exaggerate the importance of things that you do. Okay. Like making a mistake. Minimizing is the opposite. It's when you discount the importance of something that's 
actually really important. So a catastrophizing, it's hard to say, example is, why did I use that word in that email? I'm sure people will think I'm so stupid. Okay. That would be like, you used one word in an email and you're so worried that people are going to notice that and think terrible of you. Okay. But in a minimizing example, it'd be like, oh, I got a raise, but it's not a big deal. I'm not even sure why they gave it to me. See the difference? Like catastrophizing is like, like everybody's noticing one little thing and like making a way bigger deal of some little thing that you did. And minimizing is like, hey, you got a raise. That is a big deal. That's awesome. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know why they gave it to me. Okay. See how both ways is unhelpful. It's unhelpful to think those things for yourself. And then another way is um, should statements. A lot of our unhelpful or distorted thoughts are are based in should statements, okay? You focus on how things should have gone or should have been rather than how they actually are. So here's another example. I should really exercise more. I'm so gross, okay? Or my brother should have talked to me before he made any decisions about where his family's going. He's so inconsiderate. It's like, these shoulds, like we put the shoulds on us and we put the shoulds on other people, okay? And people are always shoulding all over themselves, okay? I'm sure you've heard that term before. Quit shoulding on yourself. This is unhelpful, right? Because again, you're focusing on the negative instead of the positive, okay? I have to be really careful and I I hate when I use the word should. I'll be talking to a client about what they've been eating and I'll say, well, you know, in this situation, and I, I'm like, I want to say you should eat, you know, protein. But in my mind, I'm like, a great choice would be protein. I'm trying really hard not to use the word should because, you know, it's all a perspective of what we should or should not do. Okay. Um, another way that using unhelpful thoughts can be categorized as labeling. Okay, this is an extreme form of overgeneralization. You can take a situation, like maybe a one-time event, or maybe it's a misunderstanding or an accident, and you determine it must be about your character or the other person's character. So an example is, they didn't like me, I'm just a huge nobody, or that guy cut me off, he's such a jerk. See what I mean? So we immediately label ourselves or other people based on a, a small situation. Okay. So just because a guy cut you off in the road doesn't mean he's obviously a big jerk. Maybe he didn't see you there. People make mistakes. Okay. Or just because you feel like somebody doesn't like you mean doesn't mean that you're a, a dumbass or like a huge nobody. Okay. This is labeling and it's unhelpful to have these thoughts. Okay. And then um, personalization. Okay. Personalization is another way to make your thoughts unhelpful is you take on responsibility for negative events, ignoring how other people or factors may have contributed. So an example would be like, our relationship ended because I was a bad partner. Well, you weren't the only one in the relationship. So this is taking on the responsibility solely without realizing that the other person also had a part in the story. They also had responsibility in the relationship. It's not just about you. Okay. Does that, hopefully that makes sense. And then, um, and then finally one more 
one more. This is a lot of examples, I know, but one more area of unhelpful thoughts is blaming. Okay, it's the opposite of personalization that I just explained. In in the personalization form of thinking, it's like you make everything about you, you know, and in the blaming situation, you blame everything on everybody else. Like nothing is your fault. Okay. So this is something I see with my teenagers a lot. It's like they're never to blame. It's either the teacher's fault that the test didn't go well, or it's the, you know, like my son, oh, my car doesn't drive fast anymore. And so I'm late. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. It's always someone else's fault. So if you have teenagers, you probably understand. But we do it also as adults. Okay. Not everybody, but this is definitely one of those areas that can be unhelpful. Okay. Because we need to take responsibility, but we also um, just need to use our thoughts more wisely. Okay. So really quick recap. Some of those, some of those were the all or nothing thinking over generalization. Okay. Negative, like mental banter, uh, discounting the positive in your life, jumping to conclusions. And remember with jumping to conclusions, there's two kinds. You could, you might think you're a mind reader, assuming what other people are th- thinking or doing and, or a fortune teller. Okay, where you assume you know how things are going to turn out. And then there's catastrophizing or minimizing. Um, Should statements, labeling, personalization, and blaming. Okay, these are all unhelpful cognitive distortions. Okay, so how then can we stop these thoughts? Or how can we make these thoughts better, right? Obviously, we're human and we're going to go there with our thinking. We just are. And if you don't, then you're amazing. <laughs> okay. But even the people that are the strongest, you know, mentally strong people I know still go through these times. And I got to be honest, I had it happen today. Okay. I had a situation happen at the gym that I work at that my brain immediately went to, oh, they're mad at me. Oh my gosh, will they come back? Are they going to tell other people that they were unhappy with me? Like I immediately went through this whole negative like thought process. And I literally had to stop myself and ask myself what was true. Okay. So that's one thing you can do. Although that is not on my list of recommendations, (laughs) but there you go. There's a, there's a bonus tip. So anyway, okay, how can you stop these thoughts? The first thing is you have to identify the thought. Okay, just like I was saying, like I literally caught myself thinking these thoughts, okay? But if you have common thoughts, like whether you're worried about your body image or your relationships or, um, you know, your, how smart or not you think you are around your career or your money or your social life, whatever you're feeling not confident in is usually where we have these, these thoughts. Okay. Um, so most people have an area in their life that they tend to go negative. Okay. So you have to like realize what are your most common, unhelpful, destructive thoughts. Okay. First figure those out. Okay. And then what I want you to do is find either a post-it note or some kind of piece of paper and write the thought on one side of the paper, okay? So on one side, you're going to put the the thought that you catch yourself thinking, like, I'm fat, 
I'm just going to use that one for example, okay? Or I'm stupid or nobody likes me or whatever. Whatever area you go to in your head most often, okay? And it might just be one or two things. It might be 10 things. But I just want you to like – and I, by the way, I love Post-it notes for this because they have the sticky side, okay? So if you're going to use a Post-it note, on the side that has the sticky, okay, the back side of the sticky note is where you want to write the negative thought, okay? And then what I want you to do is think about – what is like a flipping? Like how do you flip that thought? How can you reframe it and think of a more compassionate, more positive thought? So um, maybe think of what you would say to a friend who was having the thought. And then I want you on the opposite side of the paper, the side that you're going to like see the most, put the positive thought or statement. Okay. And then what I want you to do is take that sticky note, or if you're using regular paper, you're going to have to tape it, but stick this compassionate, reframed thought where you can see it. So by your bed, in the bathroom, on the mirror, on your desk, on your computer, on your keyboard, um, on a lampshade, wherever you're going to like see it on the refrigerator. You know, obviously it depends on how private your thought is. Maybe you don't want it on the refrigerator or maybe you don't care. It doesn't matter. Wherever you can see it. Okay. I love bathroom, like bathroom mirrors for this um, because usually it's like the first thing you're going to see in the morning and usually the last thing at night or close to that. Okay. So on one side of the paper is your negative thought. On the side you're going to see most often is going to be your positive reframed thought. Okay. So um. You want to write down things like, like let's say that you're you think you're fat. Let's say you have really poor body image and you're always thinking you're fat. Well, then on one side you're gonna say I am fat. On the other side you say um, I am strong or I deserve to feel beautiful or I am not fat. Whatever way makes you feel better, write the positive comment. Okay. So another thing to think about is that you probably wouldn't talk this way to other people. I mean, I hope you wouldn't at least, right? So if your friend was saying negative statements about themselves, what would you say to them? I imagine you would tell them that they're wrong and that you don't like to hear them talk so poorly about themselves. Well, you're the same. You deserve to be treated better. And it all starts with your own thoughts and words. So, you know, I today... I hope this was helpful, like just to give you um, ways to think about the way you think, okay? If you found an area that jumped out at you in those examples I was giving, you know, as far as like the categories, the all or nothing, the the discounting the positive, jumping to conclusions, if any of those areas really jumped out to you, spend some time asking yourself why, like why do you go there? Like what is it? You know, what is making you feel like this about yourself? Okay. And then spend some time reframing those thoughts and just be very aware of how you're thinking and what you're saying to yourself. And I promise you this can get better. And I promise you, if you work on this, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel better mentally, which is going to make you want to choose healthier habits. It's going to help you sleep better. Okay. And then when you sleep better, it's going to make you want to move better. And when you move better, it makes you want to eat better. It's all synergy. It all cycles and flows together. And I truly deeply feel that it starts with the thoughts in your head. 
So I hope you enjoyed today. I look forward to being back next week. Let me know if you have any questions or comments or ideas for some shows. I hope that you have a great week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot. Hot.